0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. You know, last year in the Super Bowl, there was lots of bets going on. Uh, a lot of people got nervous when Kansas City was down, even in the fourth quarter, but they pulled through for those Kansas City betters and. They're right back here in the opener this season. So, for game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well, it never closes. So, head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbooks experts. Hello, Lions fans. Jesse Cass here for the LMU Basketball Podcast here in the Believe Podcast Network on LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place with a show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? to the podcast, everybody. Jesse Kass here with you for a new episode of the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Thanks so much for tuning in once again. If you enjoy the show, as always, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, and we're available wherever else podcasts can be found. We have a great show for you here this week. Kelly Pepe, the talk of the town, the newly viral famous lion. Uh, we have him on the show to talk about the his newfound fame in that way, the lion's start and everything. Uh, in between, so Kelly Le Pepe on the show, a lot of fun coming up here. Uh, before we get there, of course, want to recap you on the week that was in LMU Lions basketball. The new season officially underway in a couple of really close games. Lions at 1-2 and two right now. They won their opener in dramatic fashion, a, a buzzer beater over Southern Utah to get Stan Johnson a win in his first game. Then they went up on a road trip to take on Minnesota twice uh, in, Met- in Minnesota's home arena at Williams Arena Lost by 15-88-73 in the first, and then kind of got a dose of their own medicine from the opener. A last-second three by Marcus Carr, who is a supreme talent to lose that one by three, 67-64. So, a little bit of good, a little bit of bad, but a lot of excitement for the Lions. Hanging tough with a program like Minnesota, obviously getting that big win in the beginning. So, I think a lot to build upon for this Lions team that, just like every other team in the country, didn't have preseason didn't have exhibition games so you know you're kind of having to learn a little bit more on the fly especially with a new coaching staff but as we've talked about kind of at length during the offseason a lot of talent on this roster that has been on display and I think a lot to look forward to in this early season so we did mention the season started with a bang with a buzzer beater uh, with Jalen Anderson knocking it down Jalen Anderson A very impressive freshman, already getting big minutes and making a big impact. He is going to be a primetime player for the Lions and is quite a find. And uh, let's take you back to that moment. Uh, Myself on the call. Uh, Very exciting way to get back into the flow of college basketball. So here is that call. Jalen Anderson giving the Lions their first win of the season. Check it out. Now gets the screen from Douglas with five. Scott on the perimeter. Hesitation dribble. Down the lane kicks it to Anderson on the baseline. Good! Jalen Anderson at the buzzer. And the Lions win 85-83. Somewhat of a broken play, but it works just as the Lions would have drawn it up. Jalen Anderson, the freshman, with the winner. And the Lions, how about that? So that was the winner from Jalen Anderson. Lions won that 185 83. We mentioned a couple of tough losses against Minnesota, but a lot to build upon for the Lions. They'll take on Long Beach State coming up on Friday. That'll be a home game for the Lions. And then Stanford on the road up in the Bay Area on the 9th of December, just a few days later. So a couple of exciting games upcoming for the Lions. They have a really fun non conference schedule. Uh, you know, mention, of course, those two following that UC Irvine, Cal Poly. Boise State, uh, UC Santa Barbara, a lot of teams that have been in or within range of the NCAA tournament within recent years. So a, a tough, challenging schedule, but one that I think will benefit the Lions going forward, especially with how good the West Coast Conference has looked as a whole. So, uh, you know, decent start for the Lions, I think, as we said, good stuff coming forward with that. So with that, we're not going to waste any time. We know you want to hear from the man, the myth, the legend, the mullet, Kelly Pepe on the program here this week. Uh, great conversation with him about kind of his newfound fame, Sports center segment, all the viral videos and tweets, and of course, playing at LMU, his experience kind of dealing with, with COVID and, and navigating that as a college basketball player, getting recruited from LMU out of Australia when the Lions made a visit there. So a lot encompassing in this conversation with Kelly. We hope you enjoy here in the LMU Basketball Podcast. Here we go. All right, and we're now joined here on the LMU Basketball Podcast by my guest. He's become a, quite the famous man in the past couple of days, Kelly Leopepe. Kelly, thanks for, for joining us here on the podcast. No worries. <laughs> and, and Kelly, what have these uh, past few days been like for you? Of course, you had a really stellar freshman season uh, built on that. You come back, you, you know, play a game, a couple games in Minnesota, and all of a sudden just kind of take off virally, as it does on Twitter, Sports Center. Barstool sports, all of these things. Uh, what what have the past few days been like for you with, with all that attention?
0: It's been crazy. Uh, it it was pretty random for me that um I got all this attention, but I'm loving it. So yeah,
1: it's good. <laughs> yeah, and when you uh when you went to the the mullet hairstyle, did you ever envision that uh that it would kind of blow up like this and bring this level of attention?
0: Oh, I, I didn't think it would be like this. <laughs> I thought um, a few people might think I look a
1: bit crazy, but <laughs> but no, not like this. Been outside of that a unique season, I'm sure, for you guys and and beginning this, and let alone a coaching change, all of that, that everything goes through with that. But of course, COVID and everything that has come with that. So, just going back from the end of last season to the start of this season, what has that transition been like for you, you know, starting with the coaching change and then, of course, having things locked down and having to navigate all of that?
0: Yeah, that was also a bit crazy. Um, didn't really know what to expect, but uh. I mean, everything's kind of falling into place, but um, I mean, there's no fans now. We've got to do a lot of uh, testing for the coronavirus. It's a bit crazy, but it's all right.
1: And what was the summer like for you? I know obviously from Australia, uh, you know, the chance to go back home and then have to deal with coming back into the country with everything kind of shut down. What was that process like for you dealing with everything?
0: Yeah, well, when I came back, I had to quarantine for two weeks. So I was stuck in the hotel. Um, that, that was tough, but um, I had some weights in there, so I was getting stronger, and had lots of food, so I was hungry. But um, yes, <laughs> got back with the guys a bit later than than everyone else did, but it was it was all good.
1: And, and training wise, I know that you know you guys for a while had practice outside before you were cleared to go inside. Uh, you know, with the lockdown and everything going on, how difficult was it to work on your game just with the inability to probably run as much pickup basketball training as you would like to 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 still be able to work and like you said, work on your body and work on your game.
0: Yeah, it, it was really hard. We had to find some ways. I didn't um, actually get the chance to practice with the guys outside because I was in quarantine. So when, when I um, could get back, we were allowed um, in the gym. So, so um, yeah, I mean, but we found ways to, um, you know, get stronger, get shots up. It's it's obviously not like um, like recent years when we can go work on our game a lot more, but yeah.
1: Yeah, and going back to just kind of this recent stretch of the beginning of the season, of course, you guys went on the buzzer beater, you have a couple of close games up in Minnesota, and then, of course, kind of, as we said, all the attention that's come with that. Uh, what has been your favorite part of all of that in just the beginning stage of this season? I know the Sports Center segment had to be pretty cool. You know, they were comparing you to, to your favorite player of all time in Charles Barkley, but... Uh what particular caught your attention or was the funniest thing that, that you kinda grabbed onto and, and shared with your friends and in your family?
0: Um pro- probably Sports Center was crazy. I was like I didn't <laughs> think that my hair would make it to Sports Center. So yeah, just uh, I a lot of the posts and um the comments some of the comments are hilarious. But um yeah, and even I, I turned the T V on just watching um the Sports Center section and I saw my face. I didn't even think I was gonna be on TV. I was like, what the hell I'm on T V too, this is crazy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm sure you I'm sure your phone had to be uh blowing up on that too, you know, for the unexpected appearance on Sports Center.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it, and going back again to just the start of this off-season, uh we know that any time that a coaching change is made, especially for you coming off just one year, freshman year, you know, you you signed a play with one guy and one coaching staff. Um uh, what w- your what was your thought process in terms of did you ever have any doubts about wanting to come back to LMU looking at other schools or were you fully invested in, in coming back to LMU and making it work with, with Stan Johnson and this new coaching staff?
0: Yeah, I, I really wanted to come back to LMU. Um, I didn't really want to change, but I, I didn't know what to expect. There, there was a, it was a few weeks we didn't know who the coach was going to be, so I didn't know if they, were, um, they would want to play with my game style or what was going to happen. So I was, I was really nervous, but once Stan got the job and we spoke with him, he was a, he was a great guy, so he's doing well.
1: And what did Stan say to you when he first got the job and first kind of connected with the team about what he envisioned, not only for the team as a whole, but for you going forward that kind of gave you confidence to, to stay with the program?
0: Um, we spoke a lot about um, just like personal stuff, um, how he wants me to play, how he thinks I can get to the next level and, and how he thinks we can win. So once he was talking about the stuff, I, I really bought in and thought this year it was going to be a great year.
1: And and what has the the full off season been like? I know we mentioned a little bit quarantine, traveling, kind of having to get reacclimated with the team, but getting to know the new coaching staff in, in unique circumstances and and not really being able to be on campus and around, you know, the student body as you normally would be. What's been the biggest difference from, you know, a year ago to this year?
0: Um, well with the, at, at the start with the coaching change, obviously I, I was in, I was back home in Australia, so I couldn't even see them or anything. So we, were, we had to do Zoom calls and because I'm on the other side of the world and Ivan's in Bulgaria, I, I think Matisse was here, but I had to get up at like four in the morning just to chat with the guys. <laughs> so I was like, it, it was tough, but we, we got it all done. And then, um, even just walking around with, uh, it's, it's really quiet. There's not many students. It, it sucks, but it's, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, uh, and... Of course, I feel like Australian basketball has become more prominent over the last decade or so. When, when you were growing up, what what drew you to the game of basketball? We know that now, you know, the Australian national team and a lot of those great players that have made it to the NBA have kind of put Australia on the map, uh, but for you growing up, you know, what was it about basketball that kind of drew you in and made you want to play?
0: I don't even know. I, I know why I started. I started playing because my, my neighbor had a ring and, and I used to just shoot on it and then and then one of my friends said, because um, I was a lot bigger than everyone, he said, you should play basketball. And I don't know, I just fell in love with it. Just getting rebounds, scoring, the crowd's reactions and stuff. I, I just fell in love with that stuff.
1: And for, I think, something that's drawn a lot of people to you outside of, you know, the mullet and everything is just, obviously, you're a great player. You know, you were all freshman team performer a year ago. And I think your skill set is very unique. You know, said you look like you should be just playing in the post, but... You obviously have the ability to step out and hit the three. Very versatile player, play on both ends of the court. Uh, you know, growing up and developing your game, how important were those things? Shooting, uh, becoming a versatile player, and putting that all together in that way. Yeah,
0: it was very important because um, obviously if I didn't have my my perimeter skills, then I'd be very limited in where I can play and stuff. So, yeah, growing up, a lot of the time I was stuck in the post a lot because I was a lot bigger than everyone but um I had a few coaches, especially my high school coach. He um let me get on the premier, uh you know, he worked with me to get my, my shot better and um yeah, that that just really helped.
1: And going back to just before, you know, your freshman year at LMU when you were, you know, still playing in Australia, I don't think a lot of people know the story, but you know, your attention was drawn by LMU when you played against them when they came for an Australian tour and visit. Um, what was that experience like in just Garnering interest from them and eventually turning that into an offer and coming to LMU uh, through that experience. Yeah, that was awesome.
0: That um, a few college teams came down and, and we played them, and even that just playing the college teams, it was great fun. And I don't know, it's just it's like Cinderella story, kind of. <laughs> it's meant to be. So yeah.
1: Yeah, no question. And uh, you know, one of the unique things about this year's team, I think, is normally when you have a coaching change, there's not only a change in the coaching staff, but usually with the roster you'll kind of have a, a reset with a super young team and while you do have a few new players this team brings back a lot of talent you know yourself eli scott matias damian joe down the line uh what are the expectations like for you guys and knowing that you know against what is a traditional coaching change you guys still have a lot of talent to to compete in the west coast conference
0: yeah we have very high expectations that we're um, working towards we, we want to bring a, ban- a banner back to lmu so um, it's a bit of a rocky start, but we're learning, and we're still gelling together, and it's going to be a good season.
1: And you mentioned earlier just a little bit about playing without fans. Now, I know that you know, any basketball player, of course, has played pickup games in empty gyms and you know games with a few people in attendance, but what has that been an adjustment or has it been an adjustment to, to play in these arenas and gyms uh, with no fans so far in these first three games you guys have played?
0: Yeah, it's 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 a bit weird um, because I'm used to, like, fans, you know, if we're at other places yelling at us and and stuff like that, or even just at home, like, it's good to have the fans. It's, um, I guess we've adapted to it, just, it is weird seeing no one in the stands, but it's alright.
1: <laughs> yeah. And to know that, uh, you know, you guys have a game coming up uh, on Friday against Long Beach State, you know, 1-2 and two so far. You had the buzzer-beating win, you had the tough last second loss. Uh, just through the first three games, we know you had no you know, exhibition or preseason games leading up to that. Uh, how do you feel the team is, is gelling, and, and really the first chance to play against other teams uh, after quite a while off?
0: Yeah, obviously we um, learned a lot from our trip to Minnesota, and I think we're we're realizing that that we have the skill set. We just got to believe, and and it's all going to come together. So, yeah,
1: yeah, no question about it. And, and I know one of the uh, the funny things about the past few games in Minnesota, of course, we mentioned Sports Center and everything. They had the graphic up in the last game about, you know, some of your favorite players, your favorite foods, your least favorite food. I know you said you had none. Is there is there any food out there that might creep on that list as one that you just, you know, don't like? Or is it all, is it all good?
0: Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty much all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and uh, talking about the expectations for this team, uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to really look around the conference just because it's been so early, but... You know, there's always great competition in the West Coast Conference. Gonzaga, St. Mary's, BYU are always in there. But you know, even San Francisco, with a big win against Virginia, Pepperdine's very good. Uh, we know you guys expect to be very good. So, just kind of looking ahead to the conference season, uh, how exciting, intimidating, daunting is that to know that pretty much any given night uh, it's going to be a real battle in the West Coast Conference?
0: Yeah, I'm excited for that. I love the the tough games and. I'm just really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really um, entertaining year, so, yeah.
1: And to this point, do you have any favorite games or favorite plays, favorite moments from your, granted, young, early time here at LMU, a lot to go, but uh, in your first year and change at LMU so far? Um,
0: Favorite moments? I just even stepping on the court. I love stepping on the court, um, especially when there's uh, big fans like against – Gonzaga, BYU, and stuff, but I think my game, my game highs against Portland, and even um in Las Vegas when we,
1: when we beat um
0: who we beat, think
1: like San Diego, yeah. yeah they,
0: they, they were great memories that stuck with me.
1: Yeah, that up until a couple weeks ago, that game, those games in Las Vegas were really the last college games that anyone had seen for over eight months because the season pretty much was shut down a week after that. Uh, you know, you guys obviously had finished right before that shutdown happened but was there any awareness of just how quickly things would shut down or was that just kind of a surprise as you know we all kind of were taken by that but living in that experience playing and then immediately seeing things kind of shut down right after that
0: yeah that was a big surprise we we came back here and and all that stuff happened and then everyone was going home and then i was stuck here i didn't know what to do i didn't know if i had to go home or what but but yeah it, it happened all of a sudden so
1: But, yeah, it's all good now. And you guys mentioned, of course, that you have to be tested, you know, to be cleared to play these games. What's that process like for you guys in making sure that the games are played safely and, you know, traveling safely and everything that has gone into – what I'm sure it's going to be a challenging and unique season, but to make sure that you guys are able to stay healthy and stay on the court.
0: Yeah, that's obviously a, a big priority because we, we don't want to get, um, you know, have to sit out two weeks or anything like that. So it's been really strict. We, we test like three times a week um, before the games. We have, to, we have to wear a mask. We practice with a mask on. So, yeah, it's, it's really strict because we, we don't want to have to sit out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and i mean i'm sure anyone who has been out there during these past eight months whether it's you know jogging and running with a mask or lifting weights with a mask uh how's it like playing basketball with a mask you know you don't need them on during the the actual game action but practicing with it uh, has that affected your wind or anything when you guys are out there or is it just something you get used to
0: Oh, it's it's pretty tough at, at the start i was struggling a bit because when you sweat and stuff it's all yuck about right now nah, i'm getting used to it now
1: yeah and and finally, looking forward, uh, you know, we said the expectations are high. You've obviously had a lot of attention lately. Uh, you know, how many more SportsCenter segments should we expect from you this year to <laughs> to really keep bringing LMU basketball on the map? Well, hopefully,
0: hopefully some more some more segments on on SportsCenter. That'd be
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, it's uh it's always exciting to watch you play, even in different circumstances with no fans. We're excited to to keep the season going and looking forward to. Many more great performances from you. Really appreciate the time and you stopping by here on the podcast today.
0: No worries. Thank you very much.
1: So there you have it. The man himself, Kelly Lea Pepe. Big thanks to Kelly once again for coming on the show. And a big thanks to you for tuning in, as always, here in the Elmi Basketball Podcast. If you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. As we said, we're available wherever else our podcast can be found, including Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, TuneIn, Wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Also be sure to follow at Believe Podcast and at Believe Sports on any of your favorite social media platforms. And follow me for any and every LMU basketball update on Twitter at Jesse underscore Cass. So with all of that said, LMU will be back on Friday for their next ballgame. 6 p.m. tip-off against Long Beach State back in Gerson Pavilion. You can catch that one uh, with me on the call along with my broadcast partner, Jonathan Grace. That'll be on Watch Stadium uh, through the video stream and KXLU 88.9 FM on the radio side, both with us on the broadcast. So with that said, we'll speak to you again next week, recapping some of the Lions action and have more great content for you here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place with a show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Go Lions.